Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds with the Colonel of Truth. Welcome back for another episode that you're going to love. You're going to love my guest that I've got. Uh, it's Her name is Tina Peters. And let me tell you before she, I bring her on a little bit about her. She's a gold star mom, number one. Uh, number two, uh, she you may have heard about her. She got national and international attention uh, in 2021. Um in, for being the clerk of Mesa County in Colorado. Uh, and she um, was a big, uh, uh, one of my heroes. Uh, she really is because she stood up and she made sure that everybody knew what she found out about the voting machines. You know, here at the Colonel of Truth, one of the things that we try to push is education and getting people to understand we have a problem in this country and we need to get people to be knowledgeable, have an interest and take action. Um, Tina Peters did all of that before uh, any of us came on on, on board. And uh, and so I am so pleased to have her. And so uh, let me introduce to my audience, Tina Peters. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Colonel. I appreciate uh, being here. Well, I know that you ran for your first election. And, I mean, you stood up because there was a problem with the, the DMV. Is that right? There was a problem with the, the motor vehicle problem and you were trying to help uh, make that more efficient. Is that right? Well, it started back. I was a business owner for 32 years. It started back in 2016 when uh, I said, we cannot let that woman get into the into office meaning the white house and you know who i'm talking about right and so i went to a volunteer meeting at the volunteer meeting i there were i was one of eight people and i said oh my gosh i thought people that were good at this politicking thing were taking care of this and i i realized very quickly that we are the government we are the ones that are supposed to be taking care of this and so i started walking walking do- knocking on doors talking to people fell in love with the people decided that uh, after the election, I was a cancer survivor. I I had, uh, I just decided that I wanted to give back and, um, and ran for office. I looked for the office that I could benefit the most. And we had three and a half hour wait times in our motor vehicle department. It was a, uh, there was a waiting room before you got to the waiting room. And people were suffering, you know, they were having to take a day off work, having to get childcare. It was awful. I said, I can fix that. Um, my late Navy SEAL son said in his SEAL Team 6 paperwork, it says, describe your mom. And he put, she fixes things. Unfortunately, I, I ran for office. Uh, unfortunately, while I was running for office, I lost my son. Mm. And uh, so uh, God taught me how to compartmentalize, which has been very helpful with what's going on now. Um, and and but, just so every, the audience knows, it was Remington Peters. So we got to remember his name. I just want to make sure we put that out there. Thank you Uh very much. I appreciate that. And so um, I I won. They didn't like that I won because they had already picked someone to to, uh, step into that role as the county clerk and recorder because not only was it the Motor V, uh, you know, registration tags and things like that, uh, that I was over. I was over five divisions, including elections. So um, after I solved all the problems, opened offices, stayed within budget, changed the culture of the of the uh, uh, the clerk's office. I was also running the elections and uh, 2020 came and went. Uh, I thought I ran a great election. I had done seven elections and uh, the 2021 election came. A municipal election, local election is what I want people to understand is local election came. And when I pulled those results, I said, there's no way these people won. I knew my constituents. And that's what started. That's what started a turn in my life. I, when I was a cancer survivor, I said to God, I said, I said, you know, I'm okay. If it's my time to go, I'm I'm okay with that. I said, but you know, my prayer and my, and I kind of wagged my finger. I said, you know, my prayer, don't let me leave this earth until I accomplish everything, everything you sent me here to do. And uh, right at that moment, I knew I was going to live and not die. Had no idea that uh, he would use me to expose massive, massive fraud. No one had ever seen inside the machines before the voting machines. 
Well, uh, I want you to continue with the story because when you took over that office, uh, what did you find to be the major, uh, what was the learning curve? Let's put it that way, as far as the election machines and all that. Did anybody come talk to you about uh, how to run it and who were the people that convinced you or told you that, hey, it's all good, no problems here? Well, they cleaned out the office. They, 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 uh, my opponent uh, and and the person, the clerk before me, uh, didn't want me to win so bad. They wanted me to fail. They cleaned out the office with uh, uh, with of managers and stuff. So I had a whole big, uh, uh, um, you know, hill to climb. But being a business owner and and knowing how to to manage people and 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 do the complex budgets and things like that. Uh, I, we did quite well and I had a great crew of people. The, um, with the elections, um, I believe the secretary of state, I believe that the voting system vendor, uh, when they told me that these machines could not connect to the internet, uh, it was against the law for them to connect the internet or have the capability to, that they were air gapped, um, and that uh, we really were coming in to just do routine upgrades and things like that. So I believed, I, I say I drank the Kool-Aid. I believed what I was told. It was when I pulled those results and after I had constituents come to me that were walking door to door, talking to um, voters and they would walk up to the door and they say, you know, the records show that 10 people voted here. And and they say, no, 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 it's just me and my wife. And they started filling out affidavits and they started bringing them to me. And I said, you know, bring them to me. If you find something, just bring it to me. I'm sure it can be explained. You know, they would tell, you know, I was told about we did logic and accuracy tests. We did risk limiting audits. We did all these things that were that what I've learned are just show they're just for show. So when um, when it came time for after the that uh, 2021 municipal election, um, there was they were coming in the next month to do what they called a trusted build. Isn't it interesting how how something so uh, evil and nefarious can be cloaked in righteous sounding words, as it turned out? So I did a I wanted to protect a software program that they had said they were going to delete, which was a QR code program. And I uh, uh, I I asked IT if they would help me. They said, no, we don't want to. Work. We don't want to do that. And so I arranged someone to come in and do a forensic image, which is totally legal. It's admissible in court. I did a before they came in and after they came in image of the election management uh, server and doesn't collect any personal identifying information, anything like that. It's basically a slap, a snapshot of what the uh, system looked like uh, at that period of time. During, Once, during the election. This is this is during that period of time. So this right. was before before they came in, before the uh, the um, the machine vendor came in to do and what they called an upgrade, and then after they left, when the cyber experts uh, looked at the images, and there's a there's a lot of information on these images. They found that they had deleted 29,000 election records. When I say they, I mean the the uh, Dominion or the voting vendor and the um, the Secretary of State's office uh -huh. that came to do this upgrade. They deleted 29,000 vital election records. These aren't just any kind of election records. These are access and audit log files that prove how you got to the total of the election. These show who went in and out, what access was, you know, that, that was uh, made available to the system and that sort of thing. 29,000 deleted. And people can look at these actual reports on my website on tinapeters.us. Say, say, say that slow so they get it. I want everybody to know tinapeters.us. Right, right. Just my okay. name. My All name right. and for the United States.us. So um, the reports came out. Uh, you know, after a few months, but this, when the secretary of state found out that I had done this, all hell broke loose. So I was at the Mike Lindell symposium, our friend Mike Lindell, and um, uh, they went in, raided my office, shuttered up the windows, papered up the windows, wouldn't let anybody see what was going on. I was at the Lindell symposium at the time, learning more about elections and, um, and then they called in, they 
contacted the vendor, all hell broke loose, and they started coming after me. Wow. And now give us a time frame. When was that? When, when so the election was in, was that in March of 2021? 2021. This has been been over two years now. Right, right. So for two years, they've been coming after you. But 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 that was the election that we're talking about, that you saw something that was wrong. And then fast forward, what, a month or two? And, and then that's when you had the image done. And that's when they came in in May of that year. Is that right? So when they when they did the when when after the election, a month later, they were coming in to do this software upgrade, what right. they call trust to build. I I did the image before and after that was in May. And then in August, it was leaked that I had, that I had this information. Um, and, um, they, they freaked out They they would have been wise just to have stayed quiet about it. People have asked me if you could go back and do something different, what would you do? And I said, well, I would have liked for it to come out quietly instead of on stage at Mike Lindell's event. Um, I was totally taken by surprise. But God had a different plan because I believe that if this hadn't have been so public, that it wouldn't have garnered the attention that it has gotten. I mean, Merrick Garland has been involved in this from the very beginning. And you have to ask yourself, why would the Attorney General of the United States be so interested in a local uh, clerk's office in, in a small town in Colorado? Which is, which is, which is very important. Because, you know, we have in, in our state, in Arkansas, we have 75 counties. And of those 75, probably 73 are considered small county. You know, county, again, we have a county clerks there. Uh, you stood up and saw something that was wrong and you called it out. I don't think that you joined or you decided to run for office to go against huh. some of the big uh, election machine companies, did you? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just, I, I, you know, the people elected me and that's who I listened to. And that's what that's what you want in an elected official. You want somebody that you elect that's going to if you come to their office, they're going to or call them on the phone. They're going to answer and talk to you and address your concerns. And that and that's all I did. I mean, I wasn't you know, I wasn't a superwoman or anything like that. I was ju I just love the people. I fallen in love with the people. And when I saw that their their vote uh, there was possibility in um, things not being done properly or or legally. Uh, it, it is it is every clerk or whoever handles the election uh, equipment. It is their responsibility uh, federally to maintain these election records for 20, uh, 22 months. In my state of Colorado, it's 25 months. And this was six months after the election. Well, and you're on the hook. I mean, you're, that is your responsibility to protect that election information, correct? That's right. That's right. And, and so, so, the, so it wouldn't be out of line for what you were doing to, to make a backup copy. It seemed like that would be a smart thing. It seemed like that would be what we call in the military SOP, standard operating procedure, uh, just in case something happened. You would think, but what we have found from from the uh, the reports that have come out. So the first report came out; it showed that there were twenty nine thousand election records. The second report came out, and it showed there were thirty six wireless devices, Colonel. Wow. In the, in this, these are systems that aren't supposed to be collected connected to the internet, nor have the capability to be connected to the internet. Right? There were thirty six wireless devices. Well, I want to talk about, I do want to talk about that. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about what they found. And I want to tell you a little story about one of our little counties here in Arkansas. But we'll be right back with the Colonel of Truth with Tina Peters. Uh, join us back in just a, few, just a minute. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth. 
Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Hey folks, I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a retired U.S. military intelligence officer. My friend, Carrie Lake is right. We can take our country back county by county. Arkansas is the tip of the spear. We are setting the pace for the country. This is a collective effort. Let's call our JPs and tell them we want hand-marked paper ballots. Visit avii.org, paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit AVII.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. Welcome back to the Colonel of Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds with my guest, Tina Peters, and we're talking about what went on in her county. She was the county clerk at Mesa County, in Mesa County, uh, Colorado, and we were talking about what they found in these machines. So can you pick up your story where we just left off, and, and I want to hear more about what they found. You know, it's interesting because when I was flown from the symposium to a undisclosed location in Texas. A week later, my hotel room was broken into, forcibly broken into. Uh, the door jam was was bent open. Um, and so after that, I had 24-7 armed security mm. until the first report came out. And then I felt safe enough to go back, back home and present it. I presented it to the commissioners and to the DA. They did nothing. Second report comes out. You know, I told you what was in that 36 wireless devices and unauthorized software gave it to them. Nothing. Hmm. So this is what they said to me. They said, yeah, but you haven't shown us how it flips votes, how it, how it's able to flip votes. So I went to the, the cyber guys and I, you'll find it if you audit the 2016 municipal, I mean, the 2021 municipal election on April 6th. Sure enough, that's what report number three. In report number three, and people can watch the movie on my website, uh, Tina Peters, just my name, .us, or they can go on Twitter at Real Tina Peters, and it's pinned there uh, called Selection Code. Mm -hmm. And it, it describes how they actually do this. So in... Uh, when the ballot is inserted into the machine, uh, the black box that you can't see what's going on in there, uh, mm -hmm. it's an image, takes a pic, like you were to take a snapshot, takes an image of the, of the ballot. Then after about 25,000, and we've seen, we saw this in the municipal election, but they also saw that it happened in the, in the 2020 election, that after about 25% of them went through, then those images were transferred over to a second database. So if you were a bookie, that would be, there's books that, that you show and there's secret books, right? So this was a secret database, an adjudication and a tabulation database that were that mirrored the other one, but they would transfer some of these ballots over. And we know they're not the same ballot images of the original ballot because they don't have the identifying, it's called a .sha file, it's a, it's, a, it's a file ending. We know they're not the same, but we know they've been changed because they don't even go through adjudication the same. Uh -huh. so the same ballot, it would be kicked out for the same things or been asked to look at or the machine would have to adjudicate it, the very same. So, um, so we know that that's how they're doing it. But there's also self, it's like a cannibalizing scripts that are in the machine that it, it deletes 
what's what's going on. So after a certain after it it is it it, it reaches a certain point, and there's plenty of room on the server. You don't need to limit the file the file size or the uh, capacity of the server. It will delete what was before it. So this is all this is going on in these in these machines. Um, and we were able to actually show that in that race for city council, there were the, the winning margin was 3000. There's 8000 votes that cannot be verified in the 2020 municipal, I mean, um, uh, general election, the presidential election. There were 25000 uh, uh, votes that about a quarter of the votes were not able to be verified. And so, you know, and, and Trump won, and I just want to make it clear, Trump won in our county, but people need to understand that if they shave a little off here in this county, a little off there in that county, um, you know, just not to attract too much attention. And, uh, um, and, I, and I saw this in my secretary of state race. I ran for secretary of state and I saw it was a, a, the night of the election. They were actually flipping the vote. After the people went home at 10 in this certain county, they changed it, changed votes, flipped them at 1130 at night. So we got to get rid of. Well, we know that some of the problems that we've seen here in Arkansas and and, and across the country, obviously, I mean, uh, frankly, um, is the local officials are not computer experts. I mean, they're they're your average they citizens they, who stepped up, decided they wanted to do something for their county or whatever, and uh, they took on a position, whether it was a justice of the peace or a county clerk, and they don't have the background. And so they have to depend, and they do listen to their state officials who also have no background. And so you got all these people verifying, saying these machines are absolutely perfect, but they get all their data from the election, the machine companies. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure you had the same problem there. That's right. That's right. So when the uh, in, in Mesa County report number three, where we showed how they're able to uh, to actually change the vote, uh, the DA went to the machine vendor to ask for an explanation to debunk or try to debunk a report number three. And um, these were done by brilliant, brilliant computer scientists. I mean, we're talking years. In, uh, you know, one of them was Harvard, uh, went to Harvard to get his master's and his, and his doctorate, uh, taught it at Texas A&M. Uh, you know, it, it, these are these are brilliant, brilliant people. Uh, the first report was done by by a man who thwarted terrorist attacks, uh, you know, using using uh, what he knew of computers and things like that. So when you have a vendor telling your D.A., uh, you know, nothing's wrong with our machines. It's a little suspect, but um, yeah. Yeah, so you're, the, the guy you're talking about, so our audience will know, is a district attorney there named Daniel or Dan Rubenstein. And I read his report. And if you read that, uh, it is all, all it does is is take what's obvious from the machine vendor, the, the machine maker's words. And that's what they're putting to basically say, hey, uh, this report number three by uh, these computer experts is false. It's crazy. If you read it, mm-hmm. you can see it. And so I encourage every every listener to go to your site, tinapeters.us, and read those. It's, it's one, two, and three, correct? That's right. Mesa County, one, two, and three. There's also Selection Code, the movie that explains Mesa County report number three. And then I'm going to be putting on the website also the claims that the DA made and why they're false. Uh, I mean, it, you know, I, I think that sometimes these people put out things, Colonel, that they just because they say so, you know, and, but we have the receipts, we have the backup uh, and we have the experts. Right, right, right. And I happen to know uh, Dr. Walter Dougherty. And when he is a, a, a super smart guy, and I have, I've had him on the show. And I will tell you, I don't know how anybody can argue uh, with his expertise and, and his yeah. conclusions. And, and, and if you notice, they really don't attack him or anything in that report. They just simply say he hasn't interviewed anybody. That's really their big claim that he didn't interview anyone, and so therefore he can't have the claims. But everything he's looking at was on that image that was that was made. 
so I, right. I, I don't know how they do it. Well, listen, uh, we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but my name is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, and I've got Tina Peters with us, and we're going to come back in just a few minutes. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Hey, folks, I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a retired U.S. military intelligence officer. My friend, Kerry Lake, is right. We can take our country back county by county. Arkansas is the tip of the spear. We are setting the pace for the country. This is a collective effort. Let's call our JPs and tell them we want hand-marked paper ballots. Visit avii.org, paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit AVII.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. Welcome back, everybody, to the Colonel of Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, and I have a special guest. Tina Peters is here, and uh, we were just talking about uh, the report, the Mesa County uh, reports one, two, and three that were written um, about what they found in the voting machines in Mesa County, Colorado. Tina, can you pick up where you left off and just talk a little bit about uh, these reports and what they show? You know, I, I, I have in front of me a one page and I'll, I'll put this on my website, but it's a, it's it's a uh, it says forensic examination proves vote manipulation and illegal destruction of records on the voting machines. And uh, this was written in April of 2022 by uh, Dr. Doherty and Jeffrey O'Donnell. And uh, they say I'm just going to paraphrase that there's nine points that they make on here in summary, but it says that um as independent experts, we determined that the machine secretly manipulated ballot data and destroyed election records. Here are key findings. Thousand, after the vote counting was underway, thousands of ballots that had already been counted were secretly reprocessed inside the voting machine, undetected by election officials. And then uh, he says, alarmingly, the voting system had internal Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, wireless adapters that allowed unauthorized external connectivity, including to the internet. That, and, and he said, this opened the door for almost any computer with internet access anywhere in the world to connect to the software and server. It says that uh, the hard drive image showed that two new unauthorized shadow databases were secretly created either after the counting began, either through hacking or preset algorithms. It shows that the already counted ballots were moved over to these secret shadow databases and recounted without notice to the election officials or judges. And this, this brings up what the Colonel said is that these, I would have had no way to know. None of my, uh, none of my uh, election officials would have no way to know and neither do those that are out there. And then it said the machine made only the reprocessed ballot files visible to local election officials and hid the original not reprocessed ballot files. So it and then it talks about there were there was no record of the original vote count before the data, data uh, the shadow databases were created. 
and the machine was preset to erase critical records within just a few days, including activity logs and user logins, which basically covered the tracks of anyone committing unauthorized access, software installation, manipulation, or network connections. And then it talks about the vendor and the Secretary of State destroyed all data on the hard drive of the Mesa County machine one month after the April 2021 election as part of their trusted build, even though federal and state laws require the retention of records for 22 and 25 months. So um, these are these are experts. This is none of this can be uh, debunked or has been debunked. Well, you know, and just so that the audience understands, because there's a lot of people who are not computer savvy and they don't really quite get all of that. So let's just try to put it in really simple terms. What happened was you had a computer uh, that was used in the election and and we believe there was or you believe there was uh, software running on that computer. Um, that manipulated the election in some way or fashion. So what happened, you found out that they were going to come and update that, just like you were going to update a phone with or your computer system at home. And what that does, it really does completely rewrite the program in some ways. And so you wanted to make sure that that evidence of that was not destroyed. So you had a copy. There was a copy made, a mirror copy of, of what was on. So you had that in your hand. Then when they came and they did their trusted build, and now you have a hard drive that looks completely different than the one that you saved. And then you were able to compare those before and after. So then you were able to see what they actually destroyed and got rid of. Is that correct? That's right. So now there's no way they could argue that because you are showing them, hey, this is what, this is what was here. It's not here anymore. It was wiped out. And that is what these three reports that you're talking about that Dr. Dougherty and um, um, Jeff O'Donnell put together to be able to document that. But you're telling me the DA did nothing with those reports. They've just come after me with a vengeance. The same DA that let a guy go with 26 pounds of fentanyl and other others that had fentanyl um, let him go on probation has gone after me, Mayor Garland, the whole, uh, I mean, we're talking the state, the Secretary of State, the uh, Colorado AG. You know, the, the thing of it is, is, is this cannot be explained away. These are the facts. But what they would like to do is they would like to throw me in prison to send a scare message to any other clerk or any other election official that should step forward and criticize elections. As a matter of fact, uh, after all this, this was what I did was not illegal, but this what I call the selected legislature and um, selected officials put through a uh, a law that basically made what I did illegal after the fact, uh, which means that n no one can do this in Colorado anymore, which which wouldn't stand up uh, in in a court of law. This is the, you you have to these are these are access and audit log files that must be preserved. They even went so far in Senate Bill twenty two one fifty three uh, to make it if if you don't agree as a county clerk in any of the sixty four counties here, the secretary of state can override uh, and certify the election. They also said that if you criticize. Um, you can be found. You can you can be uh, prosecuted. So you know we. If you criticize the the system that is being used, are, are we living in Russia? I mean, this is what no, my question is. Venezuela, Brazil. I mean, all this has been done there as well. So uh -huh. that's why it's so important for people to stand up because they want to single me out because I exposed the belly of this this election beast and they would like to put me in prison. But I won't give up and I won't back down. General Flynn told me, he said, 
the safest you will be is as vocal and visible as you can. And so I'm, I'm naming names. I'm out there. Uh, you know, they want to take my home. They want to take, they want to put me in prison. Uh, they've, you know, violated, they, they did put me in jail. Um, and I remember laying in the jail cell, um, and I'm thinking, do I have to run for sheriff to, uh, um, <laughs> to fix this dirty place? I mean, it was awful. And, um, people have no idea. And that's, that's something, if you don't mind me talking about, people have no idea, um, about our liberties. When I was in jail for 36 hours, um, and I was on a cold, wet floor on a one inch cracked one inch pad. Um, they don't turn the lights off. It's freezing in there because, and they, and, um, and you're, I was in with five other women. Our mats were like touching each other in a toilet. And, you know, you have no idea out there, people, what, how quickly they can take away your Liberty. And if you don't, if you don't stand up now, it will be you. And when they can take a gold star mom, you know, that doesn't have any criminal history, any past and do this, um, they're, they're coming after all of us and we've got, we got to stand up. You're exactly right. We're going we're going to take a, a, another break. If I'm sorry, but we'll because you're so so incredible guest. You're an incredible guest, and so we're going to be right back. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds with the Colonel of Truth. We'll be back in just a minute with Tina Peters. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit mypillow.com/conrad. Use promo code Conrad. That's C-O-N-R-A-D for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the kernel of truth. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Hey, folks, I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a retired U.S. military intelligence officer. My friend, Kerry Lake, is right. We can take our country back county by county. Arkansas is the tip of the spear. We are setting the pace for the country. This is a collective effort. Let's call our JPs and tell them we want hand-marked paper ballots. Visit avii.org, paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit AVII.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. This is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. Welcome back to the Colonel of Truth. I'm here with my special guest, Tina Peters, who is the county clerk. Well, it's a county clerk there in Mesa County in Colorado. And we've had a riveting interview so far. And for our last segment, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about particularly about lawfare and how they're using it against you, Tina. But before we do that, I would like to ask you uh, a little bit about the county clerks here in our state, uh, they they need a little um, education, I think, when it comes to what what they don't know. And I know I know when you took over, there were a lot of things you didn't know, and you learned a lot. Can you talk to the county clerks here in our state a little bit? Well, I love the county clerks because that's a big job. And the I, I know the last thing a county clerk wants is more work to do because they have plenty. Um, but they have a lot of responsibility, too. There's a lot of laws that they have to keep. And, and one of them is really important, and that is the law of retaining records. In our, in our town, the county clerk and recorder, we keep records. We preserve records. And when you have someone coming in, a vendor a state actor coming in and and manipulating your office, you have to stand up. 
You have to stand up and do what's right for your constituents because the vote is so important. But I love county clerks. Um, I think I have a special um, a special place in my heart because their job is not easy. It's very, very, uh, but they don't know. They, I, I didn't know. Um, but as a businesswoman, I, I, I don't follow along with the, I, I have critical thinking. And a lot of people are taught to just do what we did before. This is the way we did it before. This is the way we've always done it. Uh, the machines are more efficient and all this stuff, which isn't true. And, you know, the county commissioners as well can pull the plug and say, we're not paying for this. They're the ones that hold the purse strings. Right. So the so the clerks can actually do some processes that will make it more transparent. So if, so if you can't get rid of the machines, just do a process. Um, you, you know, when the when the ballot comes out or before it goes in, just go ahead and have your your bipartisan team sit across from each other and have a caller that calls it out and use a mechanical clicker and just compare, just compare the uh, make sure that uh, both are accurate and that will do a long that will go a long way to encourage your constituents and your voters your electors to vote because if people don't have confidence that it's a transparent uh, process well, well you're you're a, you know the transparency portion is is what we're really pushing because we know that voters don't trust the current system. Uh, in fact, there was a, a poll done in, in, not a poll, but they ranked all the states uh, as far as voter participation. And believe it or not, Arkansas and Oklahoma battle for last place uh, as far as voter participation. And I know why. It's because they don't trust that their vote was actually counted. And what's funny is, I mean, our, our Secretary of State never brings that up at all about that we are uh, the bottom of the barrel when it comes to voter participation. I want more people to vote. I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, mm-hmm. independents. We want them all to vote, and we want to make sure that they know that their vote actually counted. Um, but that's that's our challenge uh, that we have here. Uh, I would like to talk a little bit about uh, one of the incidents that we had here. I'll just throw this out at you. It was uh, Lee County, and what happened was we wanted to get um, – Last year, last July, we wanted to go and get the cast vote record. But we found that a lot of the county clerks didn't know how to do, didn't even know how to pull it up. Uh, didn't even know what it was, to be honest with you. And it's not that hard, but it's like when you go to a, um, I don't know, a word, pro- and you want to do a word program, and you, you say, click here, click here, click here, and you show them how to bring that report up so that it's available. Right. So we, um, uh, we, we had another guy who, uh, went to one of the counties, Lee County. He knew the election commissioner there and said, Hey, can I look at your computer, your laptop, your, you know, your, the, the one that, that you put all the election stuff on that has the election wear on there. Can you show me and just click and I'll take pictures of it. And then I will put that in a report. This is what it looks like. Click here, click here, click here. And they got permission from the, the the election commissioner, state board of election commissioners, said, yeah, that's no problem. You can take pictures of that as long as you're not touching it, right? So they did. They took quick pictures of that. Uh, they put it into a three-page little report and, so that they could get it to different people. What happened was that report found its way somewhere. They said Montana. I don't know if that's true. Uh, but the company, ES&S, uh, which runs all of our elections, um found out about it and quickly notified our secretary of state and said, Hey, you got a problem. The problem's in this County, we think. And of course, immediately the secretary of state's office responds and they call up this County clerk and say, Hey, there's been a breach. She goes, no, it wasn't a breach. It was a, you know, there was a guy that just took a few pictures and I was there. That's my hand. You see in that picture, no one had access to it. They go, well, you're going to have to send that immediately to ES&S. We need to get it hardened, change the password. Well, I don't know what they were really scared of. They were scared that they found something. Well, she said, no, I'm responsible, just like you said, of all the for all the data for my county. I am not letting this computer out of my – it's not leaving my office. It's not going anywhere. There was no PII. There was no personal identifying information. In what that's she- right. That's right. But so, so two days later, guess what? You know, a uh, two people from the secretary of state's office apparently show up along with the deputy sheriff, along with the county judge saying we're going to take it. 
uh, from her. And they did. They took it from her. And in fact, they didn't even tell her they were going in her office to take it. Somebody told her, tipped her off. She went down there. there. And that's what happened. And they took it and they sent it off. Now, think about that just a sec for a second. I mean, a huge response uh, from the Secretary of State's office and from uh, ES&S um, for a trusted county clerk who is simply helping people do, you know, get the cash flow record. Transparent. Just being transparent. It's that's their right. elections. That's right. So we had that right here. And, and so we can see how they can bring law enforcement against you and in your case, they really did. Uh, and that's why I want to talk about lawfare in the last few minutes that we have. I want you to tell us about what's going on uh, with your case now and um, and how can people help. And tell us a little bit about what you expect is going to be the outcome at the end. Well, so when I was flown to a undisclosed location and my hotel room was broken into and then I had 24-7 armed security, um, they were busy. They were busy um, with uh, uh, leveling charges against my chief deputy and my elections manager, and and scaring them half to death. Take take my uh, elections, uh, my uh, chief deputy out, who is the clerk in my stead, on some trumped up thing about uh, that she, uh, some employee complained about her or something like that. Anyway. Um, they were busy. Uh, they, um, the vo voting machine vendor went to the commissioners, convinced them I was the criminal, uh, got, co coerced them to sign an extension to the contract for six more years uh, till 2029, took all the equipment out. They had to buy new equipment. Of course, they blamed it on me. I was happy when they took it out. I heard that they had taken it out. Um, and I was thinking, okay, well, I'll just hand count everything from now on, you know, get those machines out of here. But um, they, I mean, they found me guilty. Oh, no, they found me. They, they convened a grand jury mm -hmm. uh, and charged me with, with seven felonies, three misdemeanors. That, that wasn't enough. They wanted to show I was a uh, here's a woman, 67 years old, that I don't have a parking ticket or, or a traffic ticket uh, or any run in with the law whatsoever. And they want to show that I'm a pattern uh, uh, a lawbreaker. So then they go and grab an iPad uh, that the FBI had missed when they raided my home November 16th, 2021, pre-dawn raid, mine and, and three others, uh, on a fishing expedition, took every single uh, electronic device I've ever owned, all the pictures of my kids, um, backups to my computers forever, and um, were there till noon, got there about six, and were there mm -hmm. until noon. Um, so whatever they can do to what they want to do is they want to, uh, wear you out, wear you down. Um, when I wouldn't sign a agreement, 10 page agreement that the secretary of state put out to me. Now I'm an elected official. She's an elected official, but she wouldn't, I wouldn't sign this, this, uh, memorandum of understanding that I would uh, agree to retract, recant, and repudiate what I said on Facebook Live, that these machines need to be more transparent to the people and not be allowed to do what they're designed to do. She took it to a judge and said, she's going to break the law. We need to take her out of office. So they took me out of office illegally. The only way you can remove an elected official is by a recall uh, of the people that elected them, right? So. Right. This continues on and on. Right now, they are, uh, in the meantime, my husband uh, uh, of 30 plus years was in a nursing home. He has advanced dementia and Parkinson's. I cared for him, uh, you know, for 35 years. Mm -hmm. And um, he was in a nursing home because he could no longer function. Uh, they went in the nursing home, had at the day after I. Uh, was raided by the FBI, had him sign a divorce decree. I found out one month before our 35th wedding anniversary that I was divorced with all my veterans benefits. He was, he was a Marine. He was in the military. And um, now they want to take my house. Um, they, they gave a power of attorney to an estranged sister that's never come to visit us in three decades in Colorado. And she is, uh, she, they instituted a, um, a, uh, uh, a lawsuit right. to take my house and she um, and and the when my husband 
talked to me the day after I was raided by the FBI. He said, honey, I think I did something wrong. And I said, oh, what did you do? He says, I signed something. I said, what was it? He says, I don't know, but there were a lot of people here. And um, so I didn't know he had signed the divorce decree. Um, when I tried to get help from our family lawyer, the DA contacted him and said, don't help her. She's under investigation. Wow. So everything, the, the, they, everything they can do to try to destroy you, it looks like to me. When I was in jail, when I was in jail, uh, arrested and put in jail, uh, they, uh, my dad died that night. No. The next day I'm from, from, from jail, they're doing my uh, uh, arraignment or, or, you know, where they set my bail. They set my bail for $500,000, half a million dollars. We did get it lowered. But um, they, I told them that my father died uh, that night that I was in jail. They harassed my family, my 93-year-old mother, my daughter, in all these different states, my sister's. Uh, threatened to call to find them in contempt if they didn't talk to him, uh, the DA investigator. So these are these are people that are criminals. There there is a payoff for them. I'm quite sure that we'll see their careers if they bring my head on a platter. Uh, just you know, they'll see some career well, change. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that uh, uh, you know the good Lord's got ways of fixing things like that, and I believe in Him, and and I really do. And I think that you're courageous, and I think that you're standing up, and and everybody needs to know your story, and everybody needs to know what is going on with you and what's happening. Um, how can people, my audience, how can they help you? Thank you for that. My uh, my website again is my name TinaPeters.us. There's a donate button there. Um, I just fired my old attorney. He was uh, he was compromised. He was the one uh, anyway. Um, so I have a new team. I have four teams of attorneys that are very expensive, uh, and so I'm just asking people to donate. Uh, there's a donate button there. It goes right to the legal fund to a trustee at the legal fund, and um, and you can also if you'll support me on my on my social media channels, uh, share this out. Um, and, um, well, we, just, we will, yeah. we will support you. And, and, and I will tell you, I can't thank you enough for telling your story on the kernel of truth. We really do appreciate you. We salute you. Thank you for everything you've done for our country. Um, I'm the Colonel, the Colonel of Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds. We had Tina Peters. She's grinning great. And join us next week for another great episode. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth.